Welcome to a special edition of the DARD Admissions Podcast. This episode is all about our application process as we continue to share tips and insights for Darden applicants. We're going to talk today about researching MBA programs. Who better to talk about the research process with than Director of Admissions, Catherine Alford. Catherine, I know you have thoughts and ideas about where to start when you're trying to find the MBA program that may be right for you. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks, Brett, for having me. It's exciting to be here to talk about one of my favorite topics because I think it can be so confusing. And so hopefully we can provide some helpful information today. Absolutely. There's a big world out there, lots of MBA programs. People, you know, the getting started in so many ways, whether you're talking about the application process or even where you'd like to apply can be kind of daunting. So Catherine, what's one piece of advice you share with folks as they start doing their research, start figuring out those MBA programs that may be on their target school list? Yeah, so I think it's important to remember that there are distinct phases in the application process. It's a bit of a journey and your research goals will vary by phase. So for example, in the early stages of the process, you will be figuring out which schools are your target schools and which schools are the schools where you plan to submit an application. Later on, you'll be sharpening your application, uh, working on those essays, getting everything together and preparing for a potential interview. And then in the last phase, you'll be weighing your different offers of admission and finalizing your decision. All right, so it's the full arc of the process there. Um, One of the things that I've heard you share with applicants uh, before is oftentimes you start by looking inward, not necessarily by looking looking outward. Um, And what do you you mean by that, that sort of introspective orientation? I think a lot of students worry too much about what students want them to be rather than starting from thinking about who they are and what they are looking for. So I think it's important to spend some time with in self-reflection, thinking through things like what uh, learning environment is a good fit for you. For example, do you thrive in a case method environment or a lecture environment or a blend of both? Uh, Do you prefer a large class size, a small class size, a large city, a smaller city? What sort of international opportunities are you looking for in your graduate uh, graduate experience? And the more of these things that you know about yourself before you even begin considering schools, uh, the easier your search is going to be. Well, staying organized is one of the challenges through this process. There's a lot of information you're doing research. Of course, as you move through the application process, there's lots of dates and details to keep straight. What do you encourage candidates to do when it comes to staying organized? Well, it may come as no surprise that I would give advice to MBA students to create a spreadsheet. You're going to be creating plenty of spreadsheets in business school. Why not start now? Um, You're going to learn a lot about the different target programs as you conduct your research, and the information that you gather will come from a number of different sources, from websites, events, conversations, alumni interactions, etc. And you're going to want to have a way of staying organized. Uh, In our experience, a spreadsheet that allows you to track key data points like application deadlines, and decision release dates, et cetera, Um, subjective insights. So after you leave an event at a different school, write down some of the um, observations that you made, Uh, key interactions, keeping a list of those in a spreadsheet. All of this can be particularly useful, especially when comparing between programs. 
one of the ways that applicants will oftentimes organize the market is around rankings. There's, there's many rankings, um, but they're all just a little bit different uh, from one another and may, uh, certainly helpful, but only maybe to a point. Um, what do you share with applicants uh, as they think about rankings, how much they matter, how they should use this information? Well, I think rankings are a good place to start, but it's important to recognize that rankings are uh, created with different methodologies and the, the methodology that one ranking system values may be different from the methodology that you would prioritize when thinking about your education. So pay attention to that. And then also realize that there are vast differences between programs that are ranked very serious, very closely together. So while the process may begin as a very objective process, it will usually shift to being a little bit more subjective, taking into consideration your experiences and your interactions with people from the program. Uh, there's no perfect ranking and a ranking is not going to capture what your day in day out experience will be as a student at the school in question. So it's a great point and really emphasizes the value of introspecting and thinking about what matters to you as you think about an MBA program. Um, the, the more you can reflect and, and develop, develop your school list with an idea, as you noted, Catherine, of, of those things that are truly important to you as you make, make this decision, the, the better off you'll be. There's a lot of school-specific resources that are out there, websites, blogs, podcasts like, like these uh, that we have at Darden. How do you encourage candidates to, to approach using these resources? or how can they how can web-based resources be helpful in this process yeah so there's probably going to be more out there than you can possibly look into uh, so make sure you know in advance kind of what are the things that you're trying to learn about from the different schools and then which of their resources will share the most with you about those different aspects of the program and then i think it's really important that you make sure to take advantage of these resources before reaching out to any students or admissions committee members about the process. Try to do your research ahead of time before um, reaching out to others to ask for their perspective. Yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic point. And we have all these web resources and all these different things for you to learn about the school because we, we genuinely think that they're helpful and can give you that good sort of baseline knowledge about the program and what, you know, what, what's, school is like here, the academic aspects, the social aspects, but there is a place for current students, alumni, admissions committees, uh, members, these kind of individual perspectives. How do you encourage candidates to, to do this outreach? When, when is the right time for, for this, Catherine? Yeah, so I think probably the most meaningful uh, part of the evaluation process and the exploratory process is these conversations with the alumni and students. But you wanna keep in mind that they typically have a lot of different things going on and a lot of different prospective students reaching out to them. And so the more respectful you can be of their time, um, the better reception you'll receive. And so I would encourage you to keep your interactions with alumni and students to a 15 minute call. Alumni and students can convey a lot more information to you in a 15 minute phone conversation than in a 15 minute email. So don't be afraid to ask for a call um, and provide a number of different example or op options in terms of availability of when you can meet with them and speak with them and be prepared to share one, two, maybe three things that you're hoping to learn about the school from your conversation with them. Try to avoid asking questions uh, about having them assess your competitiveness for admission into a particular program and really keep the questions around the student or alum's 
uh, personal experience at the school. I love that that last point because the, the value of that conversation is to give some personal depth to the information that you've encountered through the school-specific resources that you've encountered through the research process and finding rankings, third-party websites. And of course, you have your spreadsheet there, kind of document uh, these interactions and, and to help you stay organized. Um, Catherine, any final pieces of advice, anything else you'd like to, to highlight or share? Yeah, so again, going back to the spreadsheet, I'd keep everything there together on the spreadsheet. Try to have about three or four conversations with alumni and students from each of the programs that you're applying to, knowing that students and alumni all have different experiences. And so the different uh, points of view will be helpful to you in your journey. And at the end of the day, I would lean toward the school where you feel um, the most supported and the, more, the most challenged, where you will really be pushed to grow into your best self. Well, Catherine, thank you as always for sharing uh, your tips, advice, insight uh, for our applicants and, and to our applicants, best of luck with your Darden application.